بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الرحمن علم القرآن خلق الإنسان علمه البيان الشمس والقمر بحسبان والنجم والشجر يسجدان والسماء رفعها ووضع الميزان ألا تطغوا في الميزان وأقيموا الوزن بالقسط ولا تخسروا الميزان والأرض وضعها للأنام فيها فاكهة والنخل ذات الأكمام والحب ذو العصف والريحان فبأي آلاء Alhamdulillah, indeed, all praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We praise Him, we seek His help, we seek His forgiveness. Alhamdulillah, who has blessed us with one more day of life to fulfill our purpose in this dunya, which is to worship Him and Him alone free of partners. Alhamdulillah, who has blessed you and I to be Muslims, He has favored and honored us with his final religion where we can and we should be humbled to say indeed i am among the muslims alhamdulillah who tells us in the quran then do you remember me i will remember you be grateful to me and do not reject faith Oh Allah, I ask that you bless us to die in a state of Islam and obedience, a state that you alone are pleased and happy with us. And oh Allah, I ask that you send the best of peace and blessings upon our noble Prophet Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his family and his companions. Amin. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. MashaAllah. MashaAllah, Alhamdulillah. I am humbled to be in the company of Muslims to speak about Allah May Allah who has favored us to be here, grant us mercy and forgiveness and accept our good work, Amin. Before I start, Jazakallah khairan to our beloved religious leaders, brothers and sisters that saw the weakest of people, me fit and by the will of Allah made it possible for me to share this platform with you to lend my voice to Islam. This talk is an advice to myself first and then to you all. One of our greatest obligations to one another as Muslims is advising and calling to good. Whoever is sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and advises for his sake, does good deeds, seeks knowledge, calls to Islam, then they are the key to the deen in the dunya and the hereafter. May Allah have mercy upon us and make us keys to that which is good. Ameen. 
So today, inshallah, the topic is being grateful to Allah. Gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Al-Khaliq, the Creator, the Al-Aziz, the Almighty, the Al-Alim, the All-Knowing, the Al-Basir, the All-Seeing, the Al-Haq, the Truth, the Al-Razak, the Provider, the Ghafurur Rahim, the Oft-Forgiven, the Most Merciful. See, being grateful to Allah is something we take for granted and sometimes under the impression that the khair, the goodness in our lives is by our own doing. Because we studied hard and put in the work, so I deserve to get that A on that exam and I'm supposed to earn that PhD or whatever studies that I am upon. That I worked hard and I put in all the extra hours at work and I was the most brilliant of people in the office. So I deserve that promotion and that pay raise that we did everything supposedly right so i deserve that husband and that husband deserves that beautiful wife and together we deserve beautiful children if i eat healthy and exercise and i so deserve to live a long life that for sure i deserve and will wake up tomorrow and i will go out and do great things for the dunya subhanallah brothers and sisters in islam at what point do we say, Alhamdulillah, for all those favors? Some of us, we thank mankind more than we thank Allah. We thank them for whatever good they do for us, whatever connection or recommendation they make for us, whatever matchmaking they make for us, we send them thank you cards. We send audio messages. We tell the whole world of the good that they have done for us, but yet we don't thank Allah as much as we should for the many blessings He bestows on us. We don't tell the whole world of his bounties in our lives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listens to his servants. He watches us. He patiently waits for our audio messages, especially the ones that we send in sujood, especially the ones we send with tears coming out of our eyes. But we, mankind, we neglect. We are forgetful. And before you know it, so much time has passed and we have yet to thank Allah for his favors upon our affairs. But we, we maintain the so-called appropriate time to extend our gratitude to our fellow mankind. The same day of the good deed, we go out of our way to extend our thank you to that person. Then we call our family and our friends to tell them about this good. Then we send them a thank you card. Then we go on social media and we post, oh, this is the best person ever. And the gratitude to mankind just continues and continues and continues. And yes, we must thank the people, but what about Allah? At what point do we associate Allah with our khair and not our very selves or our fellow mankind? He is the Al-Khaliq, our creator. And he tells us in the Quran that he created you and I and the jinns to worship him alone, free of partners. But yet some of us, even in our worship, we forget the importance the value of being grateful to Allah for every second of life that he gives you and I to keep him in remembrance, to be grateful to him, to worship him in excellence, to do good deeds in sincerity to him. We forget the biggest favor Allah has bestowed upon you and I. And that my brothers and sisters in Islam is to be guided upon this beautiful and complete and final religion the only religion that he would take into account or consider on Qiyamah.
You and I have been favored, my brothers and sisters, to be Muslims. But how many of us thank Allah for that favor? You are a Muslim because Allah guided you to it. The favor of Islam and Iman. If we hold it with two hands, we have a chance at Jannah. As only He can guarantee us that. But He, in His infinite wisdom, He has given us the tools through the Holy Quran and the Sunnah of our noble Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. For what? For us to strive to be of the successful ones on that day. That day when no soul shall help another. On that day of accurate and complete accountability. See, some of these motivational or inspirational phrases of the dunya, they distance us from being grateful to Allah. To see a picture frame or wall decor that says, God made it possible. I am grateful to Allah by the will of Allah. All of those seem so hard to come by. Not saying they don't exist, but they are not common other than at a religious store. But yet we see every day in our very homes, in our children's bedrooms, inspiring words of affirmation that speak to our ability to be successful. Hard work pays off. I did it. I made it. I'm the best. Nothing is impossible and so on and so on and so on. Brothers and sisters in Islam, teaching your children gratitude to Allah starts with you living the life of shukr. With the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps your tongue moist. When you frequently say alhamdulillah, when you prostrate in gratitude to Allah for a ni'mah he has bestowed upon you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our creator, he knows his creations. And he says in Surah Sabah, he says, there's only a few of you that are grateful. That is to say that most of us are ungrateful. We are forgetful of the bounties of Allah. But Allah wants good for us. And so he reminds us in Surah Zumar, he says, He says, worship me and be among the grateful. He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, I know some of you are ungrateful, but I want good for you. So worship me alone and be among the few that are grateful for my favors upon you. But mankind, we, we are ungrateful. Unfortunately, even down to the life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us every day, we take it as though it is owed to us. And we make plans to do everything but worship and seek the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have a schedule for the dunya. I wake up 10 minutes early so I can go to work early, so I can get to the gym, so I can stop by Starbucks, so I can do everything but seek nearness to Allah. But what about waking up 10 minutes early to the 10 minutes early to read the Quran, to remember Allah, to thank Allah, or scheduled to do so and so today for the sake of Allah This life, my brothers and sisters in Islam, that we take for granted, is a favor from Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands Malak al-Maut to seize the soul of the unborn baby in his mother's womb. A baby he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, did not give the favor of entering this world, but yet you and I, he gave it to us, and we can't be grateful for every day of life. I did 
Juma today. I'm a Vera for 30 seconds. I did Juma today here in California. And there was a Janaza after the Juma for a nine year old girl who died. Nine years of life is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him. He has given you and I 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, but yet we wake up every day as though it is owed to us to live. He gave us some of the most beautiful children, but he didn't give it to the next person. But yet how many of us look at our children, see our likeness in them, but hardly if ever say Alhamdulillah. How many of us say, I will strive to raise them upon the deen because that is the least that I can do to honor this beautiful favor you have bestowed upon me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A favor that if you raise your children properly upon the deen and by the will of Allah, they are pious children. They will make dua for you when you are not here. They will be a source of beautiful clothing and adornments in Jannah. A favor he has given us, but we do not know the worth of that. It is so worthy to us in the Akhirah. How many of us ponder on our eyesight, our limbs, our intellect, the fact that we can eat and drink on our own, that we can go to work, we can roam the dunya. The busyness of the dunya, we cannot thank Allah for any or all of those favors. If you took one of those favors, just one, and you try to enumerate the benefits of that favor, you will never be able to do that. If you just take your eyesight, you will never be able to calculate the benefits of being able to see. You will call all of the fancy things that are common, that are obvious, but there's so many deeper things that we don't even see, the not so obvious benefits of the favors of Allah. And he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he asked us in Surah Ar-Rahman, He says, which of the favors, which of my favors will you deny? He is asking, what have I not done for you that you cannot see, that you cannot be grateful that instead you apply science, you apply psychology and philosophy and dunya intelligence to deny me, Allah, your your existence to deny your rub of your mere existence he Allah he has wiped out nations before us yes for disobedience but also for ingratitude he took the hire from them and he gave them musiba see disobedience and ingratitude they can sometimes go together patience and gratitude they go together the one who is grateful, they have taqwa, they fear Allah, and so they are, they shy away from disobedience because they, they do not want to anger Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and risk losing the favor that he has given them. The person who is grateful, they value what Allah has given them and they hold on tightly to it through remembrance, through gratitude, through obedience, and through helping others that are in need. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, whoever turns away from my remembrance, turns away from my commandments, and that person will live a life of misery. So you turn away from remembering Allah in your own fashion, 
you have also turned away from what he has commanded and made obligatory upon you and I, because without remembering him, knowing who he is, watching, knowing that he's watching us, knowing that he's aware of us, his creation, we, the creation, we lose the fearness of him. And so we're tempted to make some not so good decisions. We tell a lie. We cheat someone. We lack modesty. We lose sight of who he is and his punishment upon those that came before us for this same thing that we're doing today. And we lose sight of his bounties and that he that give it to you, he can take it away from you. Subhanallah. He made it simple. You forget about me. That leads to disobedience and that in turn leads to a life of misery. One plus one equals two. Simple math for this simple religion that we have chosen to make difficult because we want to pick out of that equation what we want to do. Sometimes I want to remember you, Allah. Sometimes I want to follow the commandments of you. But oh Allah, I don't want the misery that comes with that. He says, if you turn away from remembering me, you have turned away from my commandments, you will live a life of misery. So we as mu'min, we should seek nearness to Allah. We should remember him often, obey him, praise him, and be grateful to him. Even in times of musibah, adversity, be patient and grateful to Allah. Let us be grateful and, and, and patient servants. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gains nothing from punishing us. He asked us in Surah An-Nisa, he said, what can Allah gain by your punishment if you are grateful and you believe? See Allah's infinite wisdom, he connects gratitude to Iman in the Quran. He's saying or asking, if you are grateful, and you believe, then why do I need to punish you? Why do I need to remind you of your obligations? Why do I need to remind you of my commandments? Remind you of my prohibitions? Remind you of who I am? Allah says, if you are grateful, I will add more favors unto you. But if you show ingratitude, truly, my punishment is terrible indeed. Now, I'm gonna veer off for 30 seconds because they say my dawah is a little strong. So I'm not trying to scare anybody, but this is, this is serious, right? So brothers and sisters in Islam, being grateful to Allah protects us from his wrath and we gain his rahmah. We gain his mercy and we gain his favors, but yet we boast and brag about our accomplishments. We throw parties when we graduate or get promoted at work and we forget about being grateful to Allah but he's the all-knowing. And despite our ingratitude, he continues to bestow his favors upon us until that day, that day when you are soaring and your flag is flying high. Does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you remember him? And by his will, he will return you to him, to his path. See, I remember when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made me remember him. And alhamdulillah, because from that day on, I strive to never forget about my Rabb.
never forgetting that nothing I have is by my own might or that I deserve it, but it is by the will of Allah that he gives and he takes that we came from him and to him shall be our return. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminded me of him through the death of my father. See, not all of us started this journey to Islam like we should have given the homes we grew up in. But Alhamdulillah for his mercy that he guides whom he wills, when he wills. I'm one who had many dunya accomplishments. I served 23 years in the United States Army, early promotions, leadership positions. Sometimes I was the only woman in some of the military training or specialty programs, or the only woman that would graduate from the program. I deployed to Iraq in 2005 and 2006. I survived a bomb blast where three other people did not. I am the first woman as a physician assistant in the army to be promoted early to the rank of major. I was the first woman the, ever, the army had ever sent to the White House to serve as a medical officer and physician assistant to then President Barack Obama and Vice President Biden. Now keep in mind, this position had been open for 15 years, but never been filled by a woman, always by a man with a special operations background. This Sierra Leonean girl whose journey in Sierra Leone started in mile 91. This girl who walked from school, this girl who fetched water and carried it on her head was now the medical provider to the president of the United States of America. Then I went on to be the first and only medical officer to date that has ever served as a military aide to the vice president of the United States, two vice presidents. And then I retired from the army and immediately I was hired to work for the National Basketball Association, yes, the NBA, to serve as an executive medical planner. Then was called back to the White House to serve as a senior aide to the vice president, Vice President Pence at the time as a civilian. Then I went on to be the assistant public health director for drug prevention and treatment at the White House. I say all this, why? To set the scene for the next questions and the moment that I want all of us to ponder as your flags are soaring, you're, you're soaring, your flags are flying high. And all those moments of so-called success Sister Saibatu, I ask myself, what did I do for the sake of Allah? How truly grateful was I? When and how often did I say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen? But when Malak al Mount visited my father and he seized the soul of my father, and I was broken down to the lowest form. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. For that was a favor from Allah. He returned me to him and made me among the grateful servants through adversity. See, Chayr didn't make me grateful. Instead, adversity, trial, calamity made me grateful. And for the last three years, gratitude makes me remember Allah often. It makes me not take any moments for granted.
It makes me race to do good deeds. It makes me strive to nurture my children upon the deen. It makes me say, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. In Khair, we must thank Allah. And while it is so hard to understand and see it in adversity, my brothers and sisters in Islam, we must also thank Allah for his favors upon you may come through the things that cause you discomfort, the things that you don't like. But Allah, he is the all wise and the all knowing. Yes, death is a tough, tough test. But I say Alhamdulillah for the trial of death. Without the trial of death, brothers and sisters in Islam, you will not know who I am. I will not sit here speaking about Allah I will not race to do good deeds. I will not nurture my children upon the deen. I will continue to chase the dunya. And today, the dunya is nothing to me. What matters to me is seeking nearness to Allah, is knowing that death awaits me and I am preparing for that. I was busy in the dunya, putting all the work in for the dunya accomplishments, chasing the dunya, being the first this and that and all of these beautiful things, Alhamdulillah for them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in that, in that time of hire that I didn't even understand it, I was lost. He found me wandering and he gave me guidance. Yes, he gave it through to me through adversity. He found me wandering and he gave me guidance. It takes his rahmah for anyone to see death as a form of gratitude to make you strive to be upon that which is good, to make you strive to know Allah and be grateful for his many favors, regardless of how he grants it to you, be grateful to Allah. So today, as people look at my journey of faith, I look at my journey of faith, my love for the deen, my striving with no task too big or too small for the sake of Allah, doing good with the little that I have. You had so much, Sister Saiba too, but what did you do for Allah? Now you have this much and you do more for Allah today than you did then. It is strange and confusing to people, but this is the ni'mah from Allah and Alhamdulillah. Once again, which of the favors of our Lord will we deny? Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, whoever is given these qualities has truly been given the best in this world and the next. And what does the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mention? He mentions a grateful heart that is thankful to Allah, a remembering tongue that mentions Allah often. When you walk into the store and someone says, greetings, you know, in America, Good afternoon, how can I help you? Good afternoon. When they say, how are you? You respond with Alhamdulillah. You mention Allah. We don't care if they're not a Muslim. You are grateful to Allah. And the third thing that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, he says, 
he the person who has an enduring body to persevere through the trial that Allah will put upon you when he breaks you down to the lowest level because you didn't get it in higher but you when you get in adversity he breaks you down he says if you have the quality of a body that can persevere that trial then you are the successful ones you have the three qualities that will benefit you in the dunya and in the akhirah May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the blessings of these qualities. Ameen. In a hadith collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim, we are told that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to stand up all night in prayer, standing until his feet became swollen. When he was asked, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, why are you doing this when you, Allah, has forgiven all of your past and future wrong actions? He sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said, should I not be a grateful servant, a grateful slave? He says, should, not, should I not be a grateful slave? He does not say, should I not be the messenger of Allah? Should I not be the one he has sent to guide mankind to the truth? Should I not be the leader of Islam? Should I not be the husband of Aisha radallahu anha or the father of Fatima radallahu anha? No. What is the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says? He says, should I not be a grateful slave? Our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had already been forgiven. If it was you and I, we would be complacent upon Allah, upon seeking Allah, upon being grateful that Allah has forgiven us. We would take little or no action. Yet he, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he did not take for granted that he had been forgiven. Instead, he strived to be a grateful slave to Allah. He worshiped Allah, thanking him for what? For the mercy and forgiveness that Allah has given him for forgiving him for his past and future wrongs. He's thanking him for the nitmah that Allah has given him. He didn't say, well, you know, in Creole, kiss close. I'm not gonna have to for do again. No, he stood until his feet were swollen, thanking Allah for forgiving him for his past and his future wrong actions. He had already succeeded, brothers and sisters in Islam, but he, he strived even harder. He stood in night prayers, being grateful to Allah for his favor upon him. How many of us have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed very obvious favors upon, and we don't offer nawafil prayers. We don't prostrate in gratitude to Allah, or actually even grasp the obvious favors that he has bestowed upon you and I and all the others that we take as something small and don't have the true sincerity of gratitude in our hearts to Allah. If you truly ponder on the favors of Allah, my brothers and sisters in Islam, you would weep. You would weep in gratitude that he chose you to bestow his bounty upon. Anas ibn Malik, he reported that they were with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, with Umar ibn Khattab and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he was lying on a bed. This bed was made out of palm leaves. He had a pillow on his head, but he had no barrier between his body and the palm leaves. And every time that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam would turn, you would see the discomfort in his face from the palm leaves poking his side. So Umar anhu, he began to weep and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he asked him, he said, why are you crying? Why? And uh, uh, Umar anhu, he says, how? 
can I not weep when I know that you are dearer to Allah than all the kings in the land, but yet they are living such a lavish life in this world. And what does the Prophet وسلم, respond with? He said, Oh Umar, wouldn't you be pleased if the hereafter is ours and this life is for them? The Prophet وسلم, says, wouldn't you prefer us to have the hereafter and let them have the dunya? Brothers and sisters in Islam, ask yourself that. Would you prefer that you have the akhirah, let them have the dunya? Be grateful to Allah. Strive so that you can be in the akhirah, so that you can be in Jannah with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi and all of your loved ones. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi he demonstrated patience and gratitude in all affairs and he lived for the Akira. We as the Ummah of the religion of which he is the final messenger, we should strive to be upon his sort of character, not sort of his character. While we look at one another and we sometimes assess or assume that somebody is better than us, that someone's doing better than us, that they have more than us. They're all the things that the dunya has labeled as successful. But as mu'min, the success that we should be seeking is that of the hereafter. So while we're in this dunya, let us embrace every favor of Allah. Let the word subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar be on our tongues in Cairo and Masiba, Allah's reward for the patient one upon adversity is one that cannot be explained. Allah says, that which is on earth, we, he has made as a glittering show. It's a fancy show for the earth in order that he will test us to see which ones of us are best in conduct. The dunya is a trial, my respected brothers and sisters in Islam. Don't be fooled by its glitter, its so-called words of affirmation that everything you earned is by your will. Best of conduct is the remembrance of Allah, is being in gratitude to Allah. Even when you're in adversity, it's it being in obedience to Allah, being patient upon his decree. Even when he has taken from you that which is so beloved to you, or he has not given you what you so desperately think you need. He knows, he knows best, my brothers and sisters in Islam, be patient and grateful servants. Remember Allah, fear Allah, be grateful to him. Don't let your families, your wealth, your job, the dunya distract you from recognizing the favors of Allah. Be of the shakirin. Think about the last time that you were truly grateful to Allah when you felt it in your heart in all sincerity when you wept out of gratitude when you wept in salah for that in itself is a favor that he bestows upon you and I as Muslims five times a day a deed that weighs heavy on our scales on the day of accountability he has given it to you as a favor pray five times a day it will weigh heavy on that day because Allah wants good for us 
He wants us to be successful. He wants us in the Akhirah. He's told us over and over in the Quran, you prefer the dunya, but He, Allah, He prefers the Akhirah for you and I because it is everlasting. Brothers and sisters in Islam, to be grateful to Allah, it starts with Iman. With faith, you connect everything to Allah. You have the realization of the favors in your life. Then it translates to you seeing it, you noticing it, you appreciating Allah's bounties all around you. You become a person that even in adversity, you see the favors of Allah when everyone else sees the bad. You have total faith in Allah and just the simple ability to move around, to eat, to speak, to nurture your children upon the deen. When you yourself was at one point wandering and today he has given you hidayah. He has given you and I an opportunity to be upon that which is good. You logged into this Zoom today because of his guidance. So thank Allah. How many of our brothers and sisters right now are wasting time as we speak, hoping that tomorrow will meet them in good standing. But here we are by the will of Allah sitting together for his sake. Alhamdulillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, his love is guaranteed for those who love each other for his sake, who sit together for his sake, who visit each other for his sake, and who spend on each other for his sake. Why is that? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in all that we do. He is the all seeing, the all knowing. And in these moments, when we are doing these actions of loving and visiting and spending and spitting and sitting for his sake, are we, are we remembering him as we sit right now? Are we distracted? Are we thinking of the next dunya thing we have to do? Are we thinking of Allah? Are we counting our blessings? Are we trying to enumerate the favors that Allah has bestowed upon us? Are we seeking his pleasure? And are we grateful for the favor to do these things that guarantee his love? I leave you with the ayah from Surah Ibrahim again, where Allah has promised us. He says, if we are grateful, he will surely increase us in favor. He will give you more. But if you, if you show ingratitude, truly my punishment is severe indeed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of the shakirin. May he safeguard us from his wrath. May he make us of those who keep him in constant remembrance and those who worship him in excellence. May he protect us from the evil of our own souls, our nafs and our ego. May he protect us from the fitna of the dunya. May he conceal our faults, O turner of hearts. Make our hearts firm upon your religion. Guide us to the straight path for all those whom you guide, none can misguide. Grant us istikama and make us of those who will never deviate from Islam. Rabbana takabamina inaka anta samiyul alim. Allahumma akfili warhamni wadini waafini warzukni. Allahumma lakal hamdu bil iman. Walakal hamdu bil Islam. Walakal hamdu bil Quran. Walakal hamdu ala kulini imatika ya rabbal alameen. Rabbi zidni ilma. Rabbana takabal dua. Subhanaka Allahumma wa bihamdika Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astafiruka wa atubu ilayk Jazakallahu khairan Beloved, 
brothers and sisters in Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. وخلق الجن من مارج من نار فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبون